Hi, and welcome to the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. I'm your host, Tegan Thompson. I'm a book lover, a chocoholic, and an INTJ living in a world filled with extroverts. I made this podcast to share my experiences and struggles as an introverted perfectionist and to bring the inner workings of an introvert's mind to introverts and extroverts alike. So grab a cup of tea and get comfortable. It's time to unmute. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Uh, So as you can see, I am releasing this on a Saturday, and I have decided to switch my podcast episode release date from Fridays to Saturdays. So going forward, I will be releasing episodes on Saturdays, and you can look forward to seeing new content every Saturday. And... Also, as you can tell from the title of the episode, this week we will be talking about people-pleasing and the negative impacts it can have on your life. So I personally know quite a few people-pleasers and I often can be one myself and I just figured, you know, there's probably a lot of people and most people can say that they either know someone who is a people pleaser or they themselves are a people pleaser. So I thought that this would be a great topic to talk about. It's something that impacts a lot of people and is something that isn't addressed very often either. I also wanted to just let you know that I will be shifting my content to include a wider range of difficult topics and that's kind of the key to my podcast kind of the theme and the meaning behind the heart of a perfectionist um, is being able to talk about the things that make us imperfect because no one is perfect and maybe we strive to and want to be perfect but we aren't and at the core of everything we're imperfect And a lot of the times it's hard to talk about those things, but I think that it's important to have those conversations and just be honest, like we're human and we make mistakes and that's okay. So I am going to start by talking about what is a people pleaser. A people pleaser is someone who by dictionary definition has an emotional need to please others, often at the expense of that person's own needs or desires. So people-pleasing is not inherently a bad trait, I would say, and I would say probably everyone at some point or another people-pleases and looks to please other people. Um, However, People-pleasing can become serious and dangerous when it becomes a habit and it's when you're always putting other people above yourself. Um, It can become detrimental to your physical, your mental, and your spiritual health and that's what I think is so important to talk about is when people-pleasing is something that is constantly done. I was actually talking about my about people pleasing with my sister just before um, making this podcast, and 
you know, she kind of was joking about it with me, and she's like, well, you know, like, when Netflix asks you if you want to keep watching, and, like, you know, you just have to click yes, because, you know, when people-pleasing gets so bad, you have to also please Netflix, and I was just like, oh, gosh, oh, no, that's, that's not good, (laughs) but, you know, that is how it is for some people, is they cannot say no to people and maybe even to things that are on the internet or something um so it can be come something that kind of overtakes your life and it can be very harmful so signs you are a people pleaser i'm only going to talk about three signs um but there are many more if you want to kind of investigate them if you're kind of wondering if you're a people pleaser or if someone you know is a people pleaser um you can always go and dig deeper into it as i will always encourage you to do i don't have all the information and even if i did i would not have the time to share all that information with you so always 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 if you are interested go and do some research because it will only benefit you. So the first sign I have is that you apologize often. So usually this involves people saying sorry whenever something kind of goes wrong, even if it doesn't involve them or if it wasn't their fault. Um, I think a big thing with this that I see often is like, when someone orders like food from a restaurant and you order it to go and then you go to pick it up and you bring it back and then like the order's wrong and you didn't order just for yourself you've ordered for other people and it clearly says on the receipt what you ordered but you didn't get that and you're sitting there apologizing to those people for the mistake in the order when it was clearly the restaurant who made the mistake So that's a very big example of like apologizing and people pleasing because that wasn't your fault. You literally had no control over the outcome of that situation. And this usually stems from either excessively blaming yourself for things um, that happen or go wrong and or having a fear of other people blaming you. So when you apologize for something that isn't about you or wasn't your fault or you had no control over, you kind of choose to take the weight of that blame onto yourself. And that can be very difficult to carry. Um, And, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, You need to stop apologizing because I know it's a very difficult thing, but becoming conscious and aware of the times that you are apologizing for things that have absolutely nothing to do with you is going to help you recognize when you're people-pleasing and kind of learn that that situation wasn't your fault and you don't need to apologize for it. So I want you to know that you shouldn't feel sorry for those situations and you definitely should never feel sorry for being yourself 
Those are not things you need to apologize for. And it's important to recognize that. I know it can be hard um, because people often want to put the blame on someone and it's easier to do that on someone you know or someone who's there physically rather than someone who's kind of just out there and you don't really know them or anything. And the second sign I have that you are a people pleaser is that you can't say no. This is something I've talked about before, um, and it's a really big thing. Um, you, you know, not being able to say no uh, may be a fear of disappointing someone, or it could also be a fear that you know, turning down a request that someone makes will make that person believe that you don't care about them anymore. Um, and this kind of stems from wanting people to like you, right? If you have a fear of disappointing someone, if you disappoint them, then you might think that they'll like you less or, you know, if they think that you don't care about them, then maybe they're going to care about you less and they're not going to like you as much. So it can be kind of this um, fear of not being liked, um, which is a really big thing for people pleasers. So my thing with not being able to say no is that is a very harmful trait to have. Because it is so important to speak up for yourself. And I say this because a pattern of saying no, when you have that habit, or sorry, not saying no, when you have that habit of always saying yes to when people ask you to do something for them or um, ask you to be somewhere or whatever, right? Having that pattern not being able to say no opens the door to people being able to abuse that people-pleasing trait of yours and this is because when you don't say no to people and you're always saying yes you're always making sure that what they need is taken care of you are telling them you're telling other people that their needs always come before yours and people will take advantage of that and you know that's kind of hard to accept even some of the nicest people you may know will take advantage of that knowing that you will say yes no matter what I ask you is kind of like oh I can ask you anything then you know it's kind of that foot in the door logic I ask you a small request, you say yes, and once you said yes to that, now I can, like, ask you bigger and bigger and bigger things, and you're going to continue to say yes because you want to please that person, and you're continuing to put yourself last, and that's very harmful because you're not factoring in the things that you need or the things that you want And those things can be as simple as needing a day off from work. And you're not saying no because you don't want to let someone down. You don't want them 
to be disappointed in you. And so you say, okay, yes, I can pick up another shift when you've worked six days straight and you need a day off to physically and mentally rest, but you can't say no. And so you put yourself in a harmful situation where you could, you just continue to keep draining yourself and it becomes very, very harmful um, to your physical and your mental health. The third sign I have that you may be a people pleaser is that you avoid conflict at all costs. And this also kind of includes feeling uncomfortable when someone is angry with you or at you. Um, so avoiding conflict or feeling com- uncomfortable when people are angry at you is kind of again this fear of people being displeased with you or disappointed in you and again stems from the fear of not being liked by other people um and it's just avoiding conflict is a dangerous thing when you avoid all conflict because avoiding conflict prevents you from standing up for yourself, for the things you need, for the things you want in life. And it prevents you from standing up from the values and the beliefs and the people you believe in or are in your life or are important to you. And when you put those things that are important to you second or last or whatever it is are they really important to you anymore and you might be like well yes of course they're important to me but you're not able to stand up for them you're not able to stand up for yourself and I just told my sister this and I will tell everyone I meet this that you should understand that you are the most important person in your life because Without you, you do not exist. And it's important to take care of yourself first, especially when it comes to your physical and mental health, because once those things become damaged and once those things start to deteriorate, it's hard to build them back up. And it puts you in a place of where you kind of need to survive. It's survival mode. And that's a scary place to be in, and you don't want to be there. So it's important, important, always important, to stand up for yourself. To stand up for the things you believe in and the things that are important to you. Because in that aspect, you should always come first. And I'm not saying you should always come first to the point where you're selfish. I'm saying the things that you need in life, the things that are important to you and you value... Those should come first before other people's needs when it can be detrimental to the things that are important to you. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying be selfish. (laughs) Uh, You can be selfish sometimes, obviously. I'm not saying like become that selfish person who always puts themselves first, always make sure they're first in line and that everyone else's needs are never met or they don't care about them. I'm not saying that. 
but understand that sometimes you need to be selfish because it's it's important to who you are and it's important to you living your life so those are the three signs i have that you may be a people pleaser again there are more and i encourage you to kind of research it and expand on that and understand these things a little deeper um, just to understand yourself better or understand someone you know better um, because it is a difficult thing to live with a, a lot of the time people who people please they want to say no they want to be like I can't do that I don't have the time for that but it's really really hard for them because they have this need to put other people's needs first. Um, so now I'm going to talk about a couple of the negative effects of people-pleasing. And again, I only have three of these. There are more, and you can go look them up if you want to. I, again, will encourage you to do that. Um, but the first thing I have is that people-pleasing can result in a lack of self-care. And this is because since you devote yourself to addressing other people's needs, you neglect your own needs, right? And this can manifest in several ways. Actually, you can have physical sickness. You maybe get sick a lot and you don't really know why. And this can be a way of your body being like you need to slow down you need to take things off your plate i i can't cope with all of this that you are trying to commit to you may have mental burnout where you're just tired and exhausted and feel like you need alone time and again that's your body telling you like i can't cope with this um it also can lead to stress and anxiety and a lot of other things. So, um, this lack of self-care is dangerous because when you're not making sure that your needs are met, you can, eventually it can lead to long-term physical and or mental illnesses. And that's why it's important to engage in self-care, even if it's small things like, I don't know, journaling, reading a book, um, watching TV for 30 minutes before you get to bed, taking a bath, um, getting an extra hour of sleep, whatever it may be for you, it's important to engage in that self-care so that you can be proactive in preventing these possibilities of having physical or mental illnesses. Um, a second negative effect of people-pleasing is having built up resentment towards people. And this often happens if or when people take advantage of your people-pleasing. And you know, when people take advantage of your people-pleasing, you're aware of it. You know that they're doing that. They're asking you things that 
people wouldn't normally ask you to do, but they're they're asking that of you. And because of your fear of disappointing and not being liked, you say yes. But you have bottled up anger towards this person now. And that can lead to feelings of frustration, passive-aggressive comments and actions, um, pulling away from people because you don't feel like you can talk about it with someone, and then ultimately feelings of isolation and kind of like you're alone in the world, which can become very dangerous if you don't feel like you can have a community of people or support system you can go to to talk to about things that are bothering you or hurting you and kind of release some of that burden and that frustration and that anger Um, and it can eventually lead to things like depression and that is um, very difficult to live with so It's important to make sure that you don't isolate yourself from people, that you try to recognize these things and talk about them with people, even if it's not the person you feel anger towards. Um, It's important to talk about it with someone so that you're not dealing with that on your own. Um... Support systems are an amazing thing, and I think everyone should have one. It can be literally anyone you want it to be. It can be family, it can be friends, it can be um, counselors, mentors, therapists, co-workers, um, peers, anyone. Literally anyone you want it to be, you feel comfortable talking to. And who you know will support you through difficult times and support you through your goals and your dreams. And it's important because you have a place to release. And so you don't have this built up resentment. And then the third thing I have um, as a negative effect of people pleasing is the inability to enjoy yourself when you people please you kind of have this stress from this constant people pleasing that can make it difficult to enjoy simple pleasures right because when you people please you're saying yes you're saying yes you're saying yes you're never saying no You're never considering the other commitments you have, and so you overcommit yourself to things. And when you overcommit, you become very stressed, you become anxious, you feel like you don't have time for yourself or time to relax. And it makes it hard to be able to relax and kind of just de-stress and push some of those things aside. And it can be very harmful to your mental health because you're just overwhelmed with all of the stress and all of the things you need to do. Um, and then ultimately it makes it very hard to enjoy the things you like to do, um, 
like whatever it may be, maybe uh, hanging out with friends, uh, reading, gardening. I don't I don't know what it may be for you, but it makes it very hard to enjoy those things because you're just thinking about all the things you need to do. Um, so those are the three things that I have for the negative effects of people pleasing. Again, there are more and you can go and look into them. I do encourage you to do that. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is learning how to make self space, sorry, learning how to make space for yourself in your life. Um, because uh, people pleasing usually makes you feel like there isn't that space for you in your life and it's your life so there should be space for you in it um so the first thing i have to say about that is that you should take time to reflect on the situations where you find it hard to say no or where you feel like you can't say no you always feel like you're saying yes ask yourself how do you feel in these moments do you regret your response do you regret your decision to say yes to that person's request and doesn't make you feel drained and really really reflect on these things and understand why you said what you said and if it makes you feel drained or if it feels like you made the wrong choice why why did you say it then right and then begin to recognize your limits and then start setting boundaries for yourself um, it's important to set time aside for yourself however you want to spend it um, however long you want it to be if you feel like you just need like a couple hours in the evening take a couple hours if you feel like you need a whole day or you need a weekend take those days for yourself set aside time for yourself and stick to it I know people who have taken days off and they said, oh, this is my day off. I'm going to get stuff done that I need to get done um, for me. And I'm just kind of going to enjoy this day and relax a little bit. And then the next time you talk to them, they're like, oh, yeah, well, this person asked me to do this thing. And so now I'm going to go do it. (laughs) You're like, but I thought it was your day for you. You know, when you set time aside for yourself, stick to it because that's the most important thing is if you don't stick to it, you continue to engage in that people-pleasing behavior that is harmful. Um, Also, think about any prior commitments you've made before adding on more. This is a really big one because you don't want to overcommit. Like I mentioned before, overcommitting adds stress. And stress is harmful to you when it's too much. And so making sure that you're like, okay, well, do I even have time for what this person asked of me? And if the answer is no, then your, your response should be no because you don't have the time for it and you don't want to put aside other commitments you already made to yourself or maybe even to other people in order to fulfill someone else's needs okay and another thing is practice saying no 
if you don't practice saying no, if you don't try to implement it, you know, are you ever going to learn how to say no? No, you're not. So I, I don't know how you want to do this, but um, you could ask people close to you in your life to kind of just ask small things of you that they don't really need you to do. But like, I don't know. Maybe you could ask a family member or a friend to ask you something like, hey, can you go pick this up from the grocery store for me or something? And they don't actually need you to do this, but you can learn or you can practice saying no to that, kind of practice the reflecting on your commitments. Do you have time for that? Is that something you want to do? Is that how you want to spend your time? And then saying no to that request. Or however else you want to practice saying no. If you want to make up scenarios in your mind and practice saying no to those scenarios, and it doesn't have to be to a real person, I guess. But just practicing it so that you can actually implement it in real life. And then once you've practiced it, you have to build a habit of it, right? Um, I think research has shown that it takes, what, like three to four weeks of constant everyday practice to build a habit. So if you're not saying no every day, it's probably going to take you longer than three to four weeks. It might take you a couple months. It might take you a year. I don't know. But however often you practice it and you implement it into your life, that's how you're going to build the habit. So if you're not doing it, you're not building that habit. Um, so practice saying no and then implement it in your life. Okay? It's going to be hard. It's going to be challenging at first. It's going to be scary because you have that fear of disappointing. But you have to understand that if you're saying no to someone, that's not ending anything. You're not ending that friendship or that relationship you have with them. You're just setting a boundary for yourself. You're saying, I don't have the time for that. I cannot commit to that right now. And that's important to me to put myself first in this situation. And that's okay. You know, most people are going to res respect your decision on that. Uh, I say most because not everyone will. Um... But yeah, and you know, it goes to say in the reverse, you know, you need to respect other people's boundaries they set. And when other people say no to you, because if you want others to start respecting your choices and respecting when you say no and the boundaries you've set, then you'll need to respect theirs as well. Um, so it's kind of just that mutual respect and that's okay. You know, boundaries are really, really important to set. Because when you don't set boundaries, you let people take advantage of you. You give them that opportunity to take advantage of you. And it's really hard to stop that behavior, especially if you are a people pleaser. So mutual respect, setting boundaries, practice saying no, all great ways to start, you know, implementing, kind of moving away from this people-pleasing habit that may be harmful. So that's all I have to say today. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode 
the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or you learned anything new, please go share it with a friend. As always, have a good weekend, and I will see you guys again next week on the Heart of a Perfectionist podcast. Wow.